The WBEN All Local. All Local. A daily look at what's happening in Buffalo, Western New York, and the world. I'm Susan Rose. I'm Brian Mesrowski. And let's start with the National Weather Service. We're going to check in with John Hitchcock now. Uh, the forecast for back to school, I mean, John, we're looking at more heat than we saw in all of August. Yeah, August was uh, quite cool across western New York. And now that we're into September, we're getting a, a pretty short-lived heat wave. It's going to be a warm one again today. Uh, thankfully, in Buffalo, we're going to have a southwest wind off of Lake Erie, and that's helped us out the past few days. That will be the case again today. So mid-80s for a high in Buffalo. But once you move further away from Lake Erie and Niagara, Orleans, Genesee counties, expect highs in the low 90s there today uh, with the heat index in the mid-90s. How hot did we get yesterday, and uh, what, what's the hottest day of this stretch? It uh, looks like today and tomorrow will be the hottest days. They're going to be pretty close. Yesterday, a uh, high of 82 in Buffalo, again, thanks to that southwest breeze off of Lake Erie. Uh, but Rochester, for example, was 89 yesterday. So uh, that wind off Lake Erie is definitely helping us here in Buffalo. Are we expected to break any records around here this week? No, the record high for today is 92, set back in 1948. We won't get close to that, uh, thanks to that wind off of Lake Erie. Uh, so nothing record-breaking, but certainly very warm as we move into early September. Okay, so we're uh, feeling the heat as kids go back to school, for sure. Um, we're hoping that it lasts, <laughs> you know, maybe the rest of us who aren't in school, hoping that it lasts a, a little while, could be in store for a pretty nice September. John, the summer, you know, if we want to put a bow on it, where did we end up? Were we, you know, we, you mentioned August cooler than normal. Was it uh, average summer, hotter than normal, cooler around western New York? Yeah, we ended up very close to average as a whole. June was warmer than normal, and August was cooler than normal, and July was pretty close to normal. So uh, as far as temperatures go, it was a very, very close to average this summer. All right. Hey, John, nice talking with you this morning. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too. 72 degrees right now in Buffalo, and heat is coming today and tomorrow especially. Yeah, in the city, splash pads set to close for the season after Labor Day, but the mayor announcing they'll remain open this week due to the heat. Many outdoor pools, however, have closed for the season. Splash pads open in the city of Buffalo until September 10th. Labor Day is behind us, meaning it is back-to-school week across western New York. WBEN's Max Ferry looks at how some districts are preparing to welcome back students. As summer vacation draws to a close for school kids all across western New York, school district administrators, teachers, and other school staff are all geared up to welcome students back into the classroom. School districts have been preparing for a couple of months for the new school year, and you know there's a real sense of excitement about every school year. You know, that's one of the great parts of our profession. Every year is a new year. Hamburg Central Superintendent Michael Cornell. It's a pleasant full return to normalcy as school administrators can divert their attention away from COVID-19 protocols and start focusing more on the resources needed for the school and children. Niagara Falls School Superintendent Mark Laurie announces quite a number of new and exciting changes coming to the district that teaches over 7,000 students this upcoming school year starting this Thursday. We have picked up um, nearly two and a half hours more a week for every elementary child, um, uh, that their day is now going to go to 320. It is such an exciting proposition to be able to give kids more physical education, art and music, things that we know they need and desperately want. Kids are going to start to see 590 new 
interactive clear touch board, which is something that we're really excited about. Another important addition for Niagara schools, security staff and equipment. Lori reports they will be adding an NFPD resource officer to rotate around elementary schools, as well as more safety officers and new smarter cameras for added security. Staffing is always a concern among school districts in recent years, especially with bus drivers. However, both Hamburg and Niagara Falls districts report that they are properly staffed to start the school year, even though they are always recruiting, like most districts. Hear more at WBEN.com. This is Max Ferry for WBEN.com News. Okay, Max, uh, thank you. Back to school week for kids all across western New York. And, I mean, really, it's anywhere from today all the way to Friday. Yeah, it's very staggered. Kids are going back. Uh, so uh, whatever that day is, maybe you're enjoying a couple of extra hot days of summer. Maybe not, but it is that week around western New York. 5.06 on WBEN. Two people arrested after a helicopter assisted police in tracking a stolen vehicle yesterday. The vehicle, a Dodge SUV stolen in Amherst. Erie County's Air One helicopter tracked the vehicle all the way into the city of Buffalo on the 190. There, near the Church Street off-ramp, the people inside jumped out, tried to flee on foot. But officers on the ground were able to apprehend them. They were being tracked by that helicopter. The vehicle was recovered around 4 o'clock yesterday with some pretty significant damage. But uh, there you see those helicopters at work in western New York. A dangerous escaped convict is still on the run in Pennsylvania. Authorities say there have been several credible sightings in the same area as the Chester County Prison, where he was serving a life sentence for stabbing his ex-girlfriend to death in front of her young children. One sighting in a neighbor's house, that neighbor now describing the terrifying close call with the escapee. Woke up my wife. I said, hey, I think there might be somebody downstairs. Um, you know, get, get on the phone. Ryan Drummond says he and Cavalcante had a chilling exchange from one floor to another in his home last week. What I decided to do was flip the light switch on and off, you know, three or four or five times, pause, and then he flipped the light switch from downstairs three or four times, which was the moment of like, oh my God, this guy is down there. Cavalcante slipping out of Drummond's door, getting away with food. All right, they believe that he's still in the vicinity of that Chester County prison. I mean, that is, you talk about a close encounter. That's right. just, that's not Too like close. I thought I saw him out in the distance inside your own right. home. Uh, kind of crazy right there as that story continues. Well, the Senate returns today after their August recess. The senators are now back in Washington, returning after their month-long August recess. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer outlined his party's priorities in a letter to colleagues last week. Top of mind is preventing a looming government shutdown. Democrats also plan on taking up lowering the cost of insulin and prescription drugs, aiding Ukraine, holding bank executives accountable, and more. The House of Representatives returns next week. Brittany Shepard, ABC News, Washington. It's been a busy weekend for candidates hoping to unseat Donald Trump as the Republican presidential frontrunner. Many of them campaigned yesterday in New Hampshire. Republican presidential candidates descending upon New Hampshire, hoping to sway its first-in-the-nation primary voters. Mike Pence tasting barbecue at a church picnic in Concord. I'm just here for the barbecue. <laughs> Pitching himself as a candidate for change. We need new leadership in the White House, and I believe we need new leadership in the party. Over in Milford. 
political newcomer Vivek Ramaswamy glad-handing along the Labor Day parade, still pulling in the single digits, but gaining traction after last month's Republican debate. That's Elizabeth Schulze with the candidates in New Hampshire. We'll hear a little bit more from Ramaswamy coming up a little bit later on this morning. Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast. Sunny, hot, and humid again today with temperatures topping out in the mid to upper 80s. For tonight's clear, partly cloudy, mild and muggy, lows near 70. Another hot one on Wednesday with highs near 90. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Aaron Minkowski. Joining us on the line, Dr. Michael Cummings. We're talking about back to school and, well, some of the things that come with it, how students treat back to school. Dr. Cummings, thanks so much for being on with us. Um, for kids, it's maybe a stressful time. And I'm wondering what you notice. You work a lot with kids who are of school age. What you notice when it comes to back to school times in terms of anxiety and stress? Well, you know, I think it, this all hits home to us. I mean, I'm about ready to put my youngest child, uh, well, not on the bus, in the car for her senior year of high school. So sitting here with a little anxiety myself. Um, you know, we have to remember anxiety in and of itself is not good or bad. It's just response to certain stressors that helps motivate us. But with kids, um, and, and the challenges are different of all different ages. You know, there's a lot of excitement about back to school, but there is a lot of anxiety about more difficult classwork, uh, interactions with peers, um, which is much different than it's in the past because those interactions occur minute to minute on social media, whereas before those of us who are older, you know, we often had a break from some of our peers over the summer, and that's not necessarily the case now. So it, it's an exciting time for everyone, for parents, for kids. Um, but it does result in a lot of anxiety, which is normal, and there's ways to help kids through that. And then, of course, we have to be on the lookout in case things get bad enough that we need to uh, take uh, further measures. How much does settling into a routine help with some of that anxiety and the jitters? So important, so important. Of course, we're a little bit behind the schedule talking about that now, and I'm not the best person at doing it myself. But ideally, ideally, we'd have our kids at least the week before start getting the same sleep-wake schedules, you know, all those other things. We tend to be a little bit more lax over the summer, and getting into that routine matters. But even today, first day of school for my kids, you know, starting the routine, making certain that they get into bed on time, they're starting to, like, you know, fall right into their typical study habits, whatever those are, whether they're playing a sport or doing active school activities or not, you know, getting that routine, um, both for your kids, but also for your family, because this is a transition for parents. Um, often we have a, a change in our schedule when the kids are home for the summer. Um, and so it's really getting the whole family back in that routine. Uh, today in the New York Times, they were reporting on absences in school and absenteeism and how much of an uptick they've seen, not just immediately post-COVID, but going to the end of last school year. Here in New York State, it's up over 30%, the amount of uh, students who have missed over 10 days of school. What, in your mind, is playing into some of what we're seeing there? Does it have to do with the stress of school? Maybe does it have to do with once you break a routine of going to school every day, it's hard to get back into that? I think it's a little bit of both. And, and I think we've all had a different shift in mindset post-COVID, right, from work and other things. I mean, how many people now say, I would never work back in the office, whereas pre-COVID, that would have never been an option. I think we had a lot of kind of break of momentum during COVID. As we talked numerous times, school is about learning, but it's also learning how to become a young adult. And that happens in person, not online. And, and so 
for a lot of kids and probably for a lot of parents, um, the need to be in person all the time, as opposed to taking a break and, 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 and catching up online, you know, I think our mindset has changed a little bit. I mean, clearly, you know, our school officials and other folks were comfortable with our kids not being in school for a year and a half. And so, so you know, it, it, it's easy to justify it, but, but particularly for kids who are really anxious about going to school, getting them to school every day is the most important thing. Skipping a day here or there for a, quote, mental health break is okay, and, and I've done it with my own children. But when that becomes a trend, once a kid stops going to school regularly, something we call school refusal, it is one of the hardest things to get back on track. Um, and so it's really important, you know, keeping that routine, getting them to class, getting them to school, um, being there and supportive for them, being there to listen um, to any stress um, and challenges that they're having, not necessarily trying to fix their problems, but being someone that they can come and talk to and, you know, think things out loud with you is, is, is super important all the time, but certainly with the back to school transition. So for parents who, you know, you keep hearing about mental health day or something like that. And if your child is stressed, you might think you're doing them a favor by letting them stay home a, a day here or a day there, but you could have the opposite effect. Absolutely. And, and keep in mind, particularly in younger kids, um, typically anxiety, depression will show up more with, somatic complaints, upset stomach, headaches, other things like that. So it, it's, it's a tough, you know, needle to thread there. You, you, you want to pay attention to your child's health and make sure that they're physically okay. Um, but, but really making sure they're in school regularly, day in and day out, is probably the single best thing that we can do um, to keep that momentum, keep them in school. With anxiety, you know, once you start avoiding the things that make you anxious, it becomes harder and harder to face them. And so, again, every parent has to use their own judgment when you decide to let your child stay home for whatever reason. Um, but doing it on a regular basis is really not doing them any favors. Dr. Cummings, how much of an issue right now are phones and weaning kids off of them? I mean, in many cases, they've been using them nonstop all summer, and now they have to put them away. Is this something that's becoming harder and harder each school year? Well, I think it's hard and harder for almost everyone walking to any restaurant with any family or just two adults and watch them and see how many people are both looking at their phones instead of talking to each other. Um, it's the way we communicate. It's the way we get our information. Um, it's the way we check in. Um, and so it is very difficult. Um, and yet I know, um, you know, many, many teachers are, you know, will rightfully say it's the single largest obstacle to education right now, simply because trying to get kids off that so that they're paying attention to what's going on in class. So it's super important. It's a conversation to have. And it's, it's something also to be able to practice at home of just having some downtime where everyone, including the parents, including myself, can put that phone away and actually pay attention to the here and now and the people in front of you and, and enjoy that in-person connection. Um, but it's vital in school, and it's a big challenge. Yeah, well, uh, hoping that we're up to the challenge, right, as uh, it's back to school week all across western New York. Dr. Cummings, thanks so much for the time this morning. Appreciate it. That's the WBEN All Local. All new episodes are made available each weekday morning, produced by the award-winning WBEN Newsroom.